I'm Kalisa, and this is Bravo Maestro. Let's get into it. Hello, we're back talking about Vanderpump Rules. And this episode starts at James and Allie's house, and they are getting ready to host their first pool party that we know they've been very excited to have. And James tells us, I went to Home Depot, I went to Bonds, I went to Target. I spent like two grand on this party. <laughs> And then we go to Ariana's house where her and Katie are getting ready for the pool party. And they're like, can you believe the Lyft driver last night? And Ariana tells us that the Lyft driver that was driving them home after See You Next Tuesday um, says to her, oh, I think I brought you home before. You were hiding. You were hiding. You were fighting with your husband. He was cheating on you. And Ariana's like, I don't think he knows that this is like a thing aka Scandaval. And I don't think he realizes how many people want to talk to him. And my first thought like, was, you know, I cannot turn off the behind the scenes brain that I have. And I wish that I could just turn it off. I wish I could just hear that and be like, oh my gosh, what? That's crazy. The same driver. And there is a part of me that's like, well, yeah, if this guy did drive her home before from that same area, he definitely could do it again. It's not impossible, but I'm also like a producer set it up, right? But oh well. But my other thought was that I do like them breaking the fourth wall and talking about the real life of the show. And I'm referring to when Ariana said that the driver doesn't realize how many people want to talk to him because yeah, everyone wants to know how that car ride like the one that Ariana and Tom took from Tom Tom the night that she found out about the affair. Like everybody wants to know how that car ride actually went. Like remember when that happened, everybody was like, if only a camera was in there when it all went down. So yeah. So then Ariana tells Katie, oh, well, last night went well talking about see you next Tuesday. And I loved Katie responding, hmm. <laughs> like, really? Did it go well? And Ariana was like, yeah, except for Schwartz saying everyone's ganging up on him. Like three people have something to say and that's ganging up on you. And she tells us in her confessional. And as she's saying it, she has like a handheld mirror. And I'm assuming it was like an oil absor absorbing wipe. Um, she says, this man who I haven't spoken to in months suddenly suddenly knows who I am and how I live my life and how I think and feel. Hmm. That's interesting. Just like a man. It was amazing. Did you guys love that? I thought it was flawless. And also I know that I'm stating the obvious, but she is so beautiful. And especially in that confessional, I loved her hair, like it's just down and wavy and her makeup is just simple and flawless and she's in a fuchsia dress and she just looks so pretty. Like, I don't know. She just looked really pretty. I'm going to have to post a picture of that confessional look. Very Barbie-like, like laid back Barbie. <laughs> then Sheena and Lala go visit Lisa at Villa Rosa and 
I know a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people are making comments that Lisa isn't needed on Vanderpump Rules. And I do, I don't know. I feel like I go back and forth on that. Like it would be weird if she wasn't on the show, but a lot of the times, and I've said it before on the podcast where I'm like, does anybody even care about your opinion? But I do really miss her on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I do want to make that a poll. I want to know what you guys think. So I'm going to post that on um, the Bravo Maestra Instagram. I want to know if you guys miss her like being on Beverly Hills. I want to know if you guys think she should stay on Vanderpump Rules or are you guys like over her being on it. But I just love how rich and gorgeous everything in her life looks. Like I really miss that from Beverly Hills. Like, and they do show us some shots, um, now, like in the episode, like of flowers and crystal chandeliers and crystal picture frames and all of that. But I just really miss it. Like every episode, just over the top, like glamor, just rich, rich, rich. Um, or she, she, she. <laughs> but anyways, they all sit down outside while Lisa, of course, is arranging flowers, like obviously. And Lisa says to them so dramatically, I want to talk to you about so many things and I don't think you'll like what I have to say. And Lala's like, okay, well, what is it? <laughs> and Lisa tells them that she spoke with Sandoval and that she knows for a fact that he's in a very dark place you guys, I really can't. I really can't. But I did love Sheena's response to that. She told Lisa, I reached out when his friend passed away and he blocked me. He's diving into this villain energy and I'm not here for it. He needs to humble himself and have some humility. And I told him to get a good therapist. And I really thought that that was like the perfect response. Then Sheena tells us that her conversation with Tom from the last episode was so frustrating. He's taking no accountability for anything he's done. And Lisa saying that he's depressed. Sheena isn't seeing that. And that's what I've been saying. Like, yes, I have thought that Tom was a demon from season one. Like I spotted those horns a mile away and I can understand how a person can only take so much. I can Im only imagine like the whole world hating you. Imagine your whole life changes. Yes, I get it. But not only did he do this to himself, he has not actually been sorry for any of it. And before you stop listening or before anyone says like, yes, he has said sorry, saying the words, I'm sorry, does not mean you're sorry. Like he still blames Ariana and says that their relationship was so horrible and she was mean and all of that. And okay, sure. Then you should have left. There is literally no excuse for what he did. And there's no excuse for him to keep like not apologizing or being sorry or remorseful. It's weird and creepy. And he's just been out like, you know, with the, at least the appearance living his best life with zero shame. And like Sheena said, we haven't seen the remorse or humility, just anger when people call him out. And Lisa says, well, maybe he's angry and he doesn't know what he's doing. And Lala says, no, he's actually doubling down because last night, what did he say? And Sheena tells her he called her a narcissist. And Lala's like, I own my mistakes. He doesn't. He's out in the pressing all these things about me. And of course, Lisa has the nerve to say, 
that's the worst thing he said about you. What has James called you? I, <laughs> typical, right? I shouldn't even be like surprised or upset. Then uh, Lala responds to her and says, I can't forgive someone when they can't acknowledge what they've done to me. And then the conversation gets dark again. And like, how do you guys feel about this? Lisa says that Tom's depressed and had those thoughts and he isn't someone who would say that he had those thoughts if he didn't mean it. And I'm sorry, again, like this is truly not because I can't stand Sandoval, but I didn't hear that. I heard someone angrily throwing out something that no one can say anything against and that, you know, that kind of comes up again later. So Lala and Sheena, of course, cave and Sheena says that line from the trailer, is it worth losing Ariana over? And Lisa tells her that she should, she suggests that she talk to Ariana about it. And everyone arrives at the pool party at James and Allie's and Schwartz is just feeling sorry for himself and literally said, they tarred and feathered me. And I was just like, um, is that really what you say? Like, that's something that we're saying. Okay. That's a choice. And he also says that he wasn't an accessory to the, I feel like I can't talk. I'm so sorry, you guys, that he wasn't an accessory to the affair. (laughs) He actually legitimately was an accessory to the affair. Like, I do not understand how people have allowed themselves to be gaslit into forgetting that Tom Schwartz knew about the affair from the very beginning and actively helped conceal it. Not just like, oh, I know about it and I won't say anything. No, he actively helped and assist in concealing the affair and make others look bad in the process. Like, quite literally was an accessory to the affair. Did you guys see the pool floaty that James made to look like a storefront for something about her for Ariana and Katie for the sandwich shop? I thought that was so cute. (laughs) Then, oh gosh, we have to go to like a cold plunge place with Billy Lee and Sandoval. (sighs) Guys, I don't. I don't even understand why there's a cold plunge place. Like no offense to anybody who runs that business, but isn't this something that Tom could just do at home? Like just run the cold water and throw some ice in it. Like every, he can't do anything right. Like literally he can't. And he dares to make the comment. It's the people closest to you that seem to hurt you the most. Hmm. He has just convinced himself that he is the victim, even though he's literally the devil, not literally, but allegedly. And Billy Lee's face, like in awe of Sandoval in a cold bathtub. So dumb. Like, I really don't need any more of them done. Let's move on. Back at the pool party, Lala starts digging for info from Allie about why James got sober. And Allie says that she won't share that info or story. And Lala, like, in a nice way. And Lala's like, Well, if I ask him, do you think he'd share it with me? And she's like, I don't know, but you can ask. And Lala's like, I don't want to trigger him by asking. And again, this could be totally innocent, like a friend just wondering. Or it kind of feels a little bit like Lala's like producing, you know what I mean? 
Then Lala talks with Schwartz and says that she can't go from machetes to crying in the fetal position, that she needs to find a middle ground and that she's really working on not being a dog in everyone's fight. And Schwartz says that at See You Next Tuesday, Ariana looked at him like he was subhuman and that she's been exalted to queen status instead of what she is, a hurt woman, and he's not going to fawn for her affection. Nobody's asking you to, dude. Like, go away. Just go away. Go, 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 go. Lala tells Schwartz some bullshit that she wasn't telling him to abandon Sandoval and that she sees him pleasing everyone. Like who? I really, I don't know who these people are that she sees him pleasing. But she also tells him that he reminds her of her dad and that the stress of pleasing everyone and being bulldozed isn't healthy. And I did like what she said when she says, you can do two things. You can tell Sandoval, I'm down for you. I have your back, but I also need to do what's best for me and my family because Lala knows that Schwartz does have things going on in his life. And they both apologize for how they went at each other last year. And Tom says that she should talk with Sandoval, how she's talking with him right now. Then back to Billy Lee and Sandoval. Billy asks if he's thought about dating and he says, no, he still hasn't heard from Raquel in three weeks. And they show us a clip to, or a clip from 27 days earlier of Tom supposedly on a call with Raquel telling her he loves her and he'll miss her and that he'll be gone in New Zealand for 10 days. And I was like, he was only in New Zealand for this show for 10 days. Like what the hell? And we don't believe that was really a filmed call with Rachel Raquel, do we? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe that performative tear rolling down his face. Like the whole thing, sound, it really, again, not just because I cannot stand him, but it really did sound very fake to me. And he tells us that the last time they talked, she said she was extending her stay in the facility again. And I don't know like how much you guys follow stuff. Again, I like follow a lot, <laughs> probably too much. But um, from what I've heard, I don't listen to her podcast, but like, of course, I see the clips and stuff like on Instagram and whatever. But Rachel Raquel said on her podcast that the last time that she spoke with Tom, he gave her like a super hard time about her extending her time at the facility and like said that she was weak and dependent or something like even after she told him that she doesn't feel safe or ready leaving he still gave her a hard time and that's when she realized that this wasn't love which is really like that is really sad but I'm not team Raquel at all but I am glad that she like finally realized it um about time um and then, of course, the next sentence in the scene is Sandoval telling Billy Lee, what we had was definitely love. <laughs> Perfect. And you guys, like, he couldn't even take his own self seriously when he said in his confessional, I'm saving myself for Raquel. Like, he literally laughed while saying that. And we saw him do this before when in a confessional last season, he laughed as he told producers that he's never been physical with Rachel, Raquel whatever. And then they both like get dark again in conversation. So let's go back to the pool party. Ariana and Katie ask Sheena about her talk with Sandoval. And Sheena says that it was a lot and then tells them about her and Lala's talk with Lisa and how Lisa sees similarities between her brother and Tom and that she's asking them to ease up. And Ariana says, 
And I'm sorry, not sorry. I agree with Ariana when she says he will not take responsibility for what he did. What? Am, and then she says this like in a funny voice. What am I going to do? Hey, everybody. It's me, Ariana, on my Instagram story. If you guys could just like be nice to my ex-boyfriend who like literally did all the – no, that's not happening. And then she tells us, I can understand – that maybe he's had some thoughts and feelings, but they are based on a situation that he created in which he didn't give an F about anybody else's mental health. I know I'm a bitch for saying this, but it just feels a little bit like annoying. And then Sheena tears up and says, I know, but he really was such an amazing friend to me. And like, was he? Really? He was an amazing friend to you? Okay. And second of all, poor Ariana. Like, I feel bad for her having to deal with friends, quote unquote, like Lala and Sheena. Like, Sheena saying that to Ariana's face, like, oh, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was an amazing friend to me. Like, Ariana's not the one to be saying this to. And then Ariana tells Sheena, it wasn't genuine. As soon as he starts getting invited to parties again, he's going to be like, great, that's what I wanted. This is a scary person. I don't trust a word that comes out of his mouth. It feels all like a manipulation. And again, I agree wholeheartedly. Then we see James go over to Lala's place and they talk about why he got sober. And James tells her that it started when Scandaval came out and being upset about Tom and Raquel and that he and Allie would get into arguments, especially when he was drunk and especially about him showing too much emotion about Tom and Raquel. And that one day he came home and Allie and the cats were gone and she stayed at a friend's for two nights and he just decided that it would be better to be sober for himself, for them, his career, everything. And Lala tells him she wants him to know that he always has her to listen and she won't share with others. And he tells her that he doesn't want others talking about it. Then we go to Schwartz's place and Joe is there cutting his hair and talking to him like a child and like helps him up like he's a child, like under his arms. And it was like actually really gross, like even more gross, like than the normal short scenes. And then Sandoval shows up and Schwartz tells him about the Tahoe trip and says that he thinks it'll be a good opportunity for um, Sandoval to have one-on-ones to reconnect and just say like, I'm sorry, I hurt you. But Sandoval has to say it in his angry, immature tone. Oh yeah, I'll just be like, Lala, I'm sorry I gave you like so much content for your podcast. I'm sorry about all that merch you sold. For them to not understand what they did was so effed up. And literally, you guys, he said it angry like that. And I just, I can't. And he tells them, Lala and Sheena showed the entire nation how to treat us. People followed their lead. Like talking about how Lala and Sheena talked about him on their podcasts. And it really is crazy, like insane how angry he is and how he literally cannot take any accountability. And this is going to be, you know, me taking things like so deeply, but just looking at him all disheveled and angry sitting there on Schwartz's couch, like I feel like I can see his future. He's going to be like 75 years old and talking to anyone who would listen at a bar or like a park bench just blaming everyone else for his life. Like it's truly disgusting and sad. Like it really, 
he just freaks me out. Ugh. So Schwartz says to him, Ugh, Tom, this energy is not going to serve you well. And Schwartz tells us his tone of, they don't know what they've done to me, worries me. And he's actually right for once. Schwartz tells Sandoval he thinks Lala is softening a bit and it that it really seemed different, like the conversation that he had with Lala at the pool party. And he's like, yeah, she really seemed self-aware. And Joe, yeah, Joe is still there for whatever reason, says, really? Oh, I love that. Finally. Like, finally that Lala is becoming self-aware. Like, who are you? Shut the hell up. Desperado. Then Tori goes over to Sheena and Brock's and Brock is playing with Summer and is like, here, let me check your heart. And Tori takes a toy syringe and says, do you do 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 Ozempic shots? And Brock says, bad conversation to have around my kid. And I love that. Like, I did really like that he said that. But of course, Tori just laughs. And Sheena says, as much as she trusts Tori, she's still nervous. So she called her sister Courtney to help Tori. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Sheena's mental health struggles because I do believe she deals with them, but her having Tori as a babysitter was just a way to get Tori on the show, right? Like she does not trust that girl with her kid. She just wanted her on the show and this was the way to get her on the cast, right? Like this just doesn't make sense. What do you guys think? (laughs) Sheena and Brock meet up with James and Allie and they talk about Tahoe and Sheena tells them about the talk with Lisa about Sandoval. And it sounds like Lisa wants to pass that same message on to everyone. And they all agree that they don't want Sandoval to do anything to himself. And I like that Brock said he didn't think it was fair to put Sheena or any of them. Um, Like it wasn't a, it wasn't fair to put them in that position because it's like, who is going to go against someone's mental health? And Allie agrees and says she's afraid um, of seeing and hearing Tom and that she'll fall for it. And I thought Allie was so relatable in her confessional when she said that Sandoval was always nice to her, but she doesn't feel comfortable around him because of how he hurt James. And she doesn't want to have to be fake nice and that she's preparing for the awkwardness. Did you guys notice the comment that Brock made of like, we're not team Ariana and that Allie like made a face. I don't, it was weird. So then we see James meet up with LVP at Vanderpump dogs. And like, he thinks he's going there to talk about Sandoval. Like it's his turn to get the talk with Lisa. And, but when he arrives, Lisa's like, so you know how you were worried about Graham and then little Graham. Um, if you don't know, or don't remember Graham was, Raquel's dog that she got while she was with James and she kept him after the breakup. But little Graham goes running down the stairs and James is like, is that Graham? And Lisa's like, yes, he's been rescued. And James starts crying and it gave me goosebumps. And the whole story is wild. Like LVP says that she got a call or like Vanderpump dogs got a call that Graham was in a foster home for two months and that he's been a couple He's bitten a couple of times and he's being taken to a shelter and someone asked if Vanderpump dogs could take him. And James says he's angry, sad, and confused. And I can only imagine like my dogs are my babies and the little loves of my life. Like I cannot imagine them going through anything like Graham has. 
And Lisa asks James if he wants him and he's like, yes. And Lisa says, I, he belongs with you. And so James takes him and like the camera follows them walking down the sidewalk and James like literally does a little skip going down the sidewalk. Did you notice that? It was so cute, so wild, but so cute. So thank you so much for listening. Please leave a five-star rating and follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and on Instagram at Bravo Maestra, at Bravo, N-A-E-S-T-R-A.